When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Right Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along, it's the fourth episode of the Ripley's 2023 Odyssey. Uh, we're in the perineum period between Christmas and New Year when this is going out. And you might well have received your Ripley's as a Christmas gift, I don't know. And you may have enjoyed some of the stuff we're going to talk about um, on this episode already. Um, so um, here's a, a, a little fact for you. Mm. First of all, Sam, it seems to be an animal page that we're on. It's page one nine nine, carrying on from from last time. Uh, Two hundred and seventy degrees is how far rabbits can rotate their ears to detect sounds. So there's a big. Wow. Two hundred and seventy is almost full rotation. Yeah, you're, what like three quarters or something three quarters and do you know how far away they can hear in every direction this is all rabbits this is rabbits yeah okay general rabbits go on then two miles fucking hell there's there must be a rabbit within two miles of anyway, i know there is because i've seen them up at richmond park that's less than two miles away they're yeah, listening can, to this podcast now podding. for free and they're not even fucking paying ifs yeah, but they can only hear one half of it unless they can hear oh, into yeah, your headphones. True. Unless there's leakage. But they might have that ability if they can hear. There'll be another rabbit within two it. miles of you up in Sunderland. Yeah, no danger. About to be. Um, how far away is the park from you? Uh, mile at the most. Yeah. Yeah, if they, they can hear two miles, they'll be able to hear a mile plus a bit of the headphone leakage. Yeah. So they are getting the full podcast. For oh free. yeah, no, I liked up like Tarzan, but no, fuck paying. I'm not fucking paying for that. The cunt only lives down the road. I can sit here in my Warren in the park, in my old rig, nibbling on a fucking carrot, nice and cosy, listen to it for free. I can hear the other cunt up in Sunderland quite faint, but I get the general gist of what they're on about. I don't really understand his accent, to be honest, but I get, you know, I'll pick it off. I'll pick it off. It's for free anyway. It's more... I wouldn't pay for it. No, no way. No. No, not even if I did live near it. I don't think it's quite good enough to pay for it. However... I will listen to it when I'm waiting for a new episode of Fern Cotton's Happy Place to come out. Now that, because that's my favourite, right? That's got a lot about mindfulness, etc. It's something, as a rabbit, I am very interested in. But this this is more a bit of light relief. And for free, I don't mind it at all. I like yeah. the... Uh, I, what I really like is when they used to do the Roy Keane stuff. It was bloody funny. That and I, I don't stuff. think it's been as funny since then. But it's still not bad. 
it's got a bit jaded, I think, and I think they're a bit too keen on the sound of their own voices sometimes. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, it's and all they'll, they'll talk about. I mean, sometimes they'll fill half hour talking about hot water bottles, and that's I'm just insulted. Yeah, they don't even talk about the stuff that the episode's about. You, you, you hear the title at the beginning, you, you, you think, think oh, this good. Be I'm good. looking forward to this. Set Blatter, that'll be interesting, and then they talk about something else for half an hour. But like I say, Ridiculous. I can't really complain. I mean, I certainly couldn't complain to them. Because they wouldn't look kindly upon that, considering they'd know that I was consuming paywall content for nothing. So I'm not in a position to complain, but you asked me what I thought of it. So I'm telling you, you, of course, are a badger, so you don't have the option. Your hearing is not two-mile <laughs> radius like me. So you're going to have to rely you on... Be, you're going to have to subscribe. You might be blind as well, is that right? Yeah. Or is that bats? I'm not sure. Badgers are very short-sighted. That's why the uh, Swedish go around with the Rivita down their socks, don't they? Yeah, I heard it. Funnily enough, I heard that on that podcast I was just telling you about. <laughs> so it's quite educational, too, in a funny sort of way. Anyway, have a nice day, mate. Don't see you out. Well, usually you're nocturnal, aren't you? Oh, you're out today because you need to get something. All right, well, fair enough. Nice to bump into you. Merry Christmas. Hope you've had a nice one. You finished your quality uh, street yet, have you? <laughs> no, I know it's that sort of time of year, isn't it? Anyway, oh, go on. I won't, I won't yeah, hold you up bought, any longer. I've bought too many, as usual. I've got to be in the middle of January. I'll still be scoffing them. Oh, I tell you I'm what, sick I've, of them I've, by then. I've definitely gained weight. I've definitely gained weight, and I'll be hibernating soon. I mean, I was mid hibernation, then I came up for Christmas. I always do that, and then I'll rehibernate. <laughs> And Go so down again. there's no way I will be burning off all these extra Christmas calories. I won't come up again till but, spring. I'll be as fat yeah, as I'll a not, cunt come spring. I'll, I'll not be eating till then, so, you know, swings are roundabouts, isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah, that's nature for you. It's the life we chose. Well, you know, that's the, that's the lot of a rabbit, I suppose. I've got rabbit cousins. I mean, I'm lucky. I live here. This is one of the King's Royal Parks. So, like, it's quite nice. It's quite well looked after. I've got cousins who live in cities. And I tell you what, that is no life. That, especially not nowadays. They're dangerous places to live. No place for a rabbit. I've got a cousin. <laughs> I've got a set of cousins, right? They live in a tower block in Manchester. Right in the centre of Manchester. They live in a tower block. The lips, <laughs> The lift's always fucked. Imagine a rabbit. Imagine a bunny rabbit. Trying to get up 18 flights of stairs in a tower them block. them stairs, they're, they're high for us. You've got to do them one at a time. Hop, it's a fucking nightmare. Hop, hop, you, hop. you see some of the human kiddies doing Macarine. them two steps at a time. They're having the time of their life. I think, oh, yeah, well, count yourself lucky. Coming down is not so bad. You can scamper down them. Well, getting up, especially with a bag of shopping. Fucking yeah, hell. That's not for me. I'm happy here. It does get chilly a little bit, but like I said, I've got my Warren and I've got my podcasts to get me through the winter. <laughs> My stolen podcast. <laughs> I've got my podcast to listen to. I'm lucky there's a there is a number of podcasters because Gary Lineker lives near here, here as well. Now he's not that consistent with his output. He was doing one with Danny Baker for a while. I don't know what's happened to that. Maybe they've rested it. But I can listen in on him quite easily. Whatever he's up to, I'll have a listen in on him. And then of course, he, even nearer, Simon Lebon. He doesn't podcast, but sometimes I listen to him um just t- chatting to his wife, Yasmin. You can hear them, him, him and Lineker. They don't go together, but you can hear them in that media hub. Yeah. They, they have meetings about stuff. I hear all of that. Oh, I, I don't know I, everything's going me, on. I keep it to myself because I'm quite a private sort of a rabbit. But 
I could, the stuff I could tell you, I know half the things that are going on in the media two months before they're announced. You know that, that Gary Lineker quiz show he's doing on ITV? I knew about that a year before it came on because <laughs> I heard the meeting, I over, overheard it. And you know what? What's amazing is because of my rotational ears and my, uh, my uncanny hearing ability, I don't have to leave the fucking warren to hear conversations like that. Pin sharp, I hear them. <laughs> Just turn the old ears around. Right? 75% that is, 75% rotation. I just turn them in the direction of the media. Oh, bang, what's going on in Lineker's world right now? Oh, game show, very nice. <laughs> very lucrative by the sound of things. Very lucrative. It yeah. sounds like not a lot of effort, which is all you need, isn't it? So My lifestyle, really. I'm, I'm not in that game, but if I was, that would be the sort of job I were looking for. Yeah. I'd want to do uh, that thing, that Ben Shepherd thing, the coin drop. <laughs> If he ever yeah. leaves that, I'd love to take over that. I thought, Easy oh, job, that. Well, it is right. I don't have much experience, but I have been told that I have got the gift of the gab. And will I throw my hat in the ring should Ben Shepherd ever step down or, God forbid, die? Yes, I will be throwing my, my hat in the ring. And people say, no, you don't got no chance of getting a host of quiz show, mate. You're, You're a, a rabbit. rabbit. I say, hey, look, look. <laughs> Look, look at Tenable. They've got that little fella presenting that who played the Ewok. It's not much of a leap from an Ewok to a rabbit, is it? In terms it's, of presenting the game show. Actually, the yeah, now, so because obviously with the old Me Too and Black Lives Matter and all that, everyone is focused, rightly, on being much more inclusive, much Diverse, more representative yeah. in the media. And I'm like, well, how about rabbits? When do we get our faces on the box? Growing up as a rabbit in the 80s, I felt very detached from most society because when I watched on telly, I never saw anyone who was like me unless they were doing, say, a rerun of Watership Down. And that was just a negative stereotype anyway in that. Yeah, and it didn't end nicely either. Everyone uh, getting well, mixy all the time. That's not really the old story of rabbit life, you know, mixy this, mixy that. Of course, there was Peter Rabbit as well, but that was pretty fictionalised. That was a, a you know a heightened version of what we do. It was uh, it wasn't very realistic. <laughs> there were that, that people ask me a lot about that. Is it real? I say there are kernels of truth in it. Let's say that kernels of truth. But let's just say whoever wrote it, I don't think was a rabbit themselves. I'm pretty sure no. it was written by a human, and they used a great deal of poetic license. Let's let's leave yeah. it at that. And uh, the Peter Rabbit wore clothes. Which yeah. we generally do not do. We never, I mean, I have got, I have before to amuse the kids, worn a top hat, right? A human top hat, um, which is entertaining to see. But day to day, I'll just go around in my normal rabbit fur. It's the rabbit way. Uh, yeah. Done with that? Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, how far rabbits can rotate their ears to detect sounds up to two miles. In every direction, but the um, the bit that stood out in the last episode that I want to go back to is male cats. Um, I'll just read it to you verbatim and then um, see what you think. Uh, in 1879, the Belgian city of Liège conducted a short-lived experiment using cats to deliver mail from the central post office to outlying villages. <laughs> Already, villages. how feasible are you finding this? <laughs> what cats delivering uh, mail? Uh, uh, how feasible are you finding this already? Uh, yeah, I've, I can see it, but I don't know. I mean, cats, the thing about cats is they won't follow a route. <laughs> no. 
They'll they'll totally um, go wherever their fancy takes them, no matter how yeah, important the package is. That's what I'm thinking. Mm. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll elaborate. The letters were put into waterproof bags that were tied around the collars of 37 trained domestic cats. Now, <laughs> I don't know. You can't don't train a cat. Ca- cats don't like being dressed up. You cannot cats train like, a cat. Cats don't like having things attached to them. No, they um, hate it. They don't even this, like this collars. This feel good. Yeah. Um, the animals proved slow and unreliable with some taking more than a day to reach their destination yeah while others simply didn't bother <laughs> fuck this <laughs> yeah get this uh, fucking bag off me neck. i'm fucking dumping all of this in the canal <laughs> right and i'm off down the fucking juicer <laughs> they must Bill be cats. fucking mad if they think I'm traipsing around delivering all this fucking shit human mail all day in this weather. They get pigeons to do stuff like this. Pigeons are really good at it. Fuck's sake, pigeons what are they going to do the, this about, The average pigeon is as thick as pig shit, yeah? And it, it'll do whatever human fucking tells it to. It'll be grateful for, for being given little, the responsibility. And full of seed at the end of it. Yeah, and they'll give, they'll they'll give, anything. A, they'll give them anything. And they, do you know what as well? They love attention. Because they're, they're vermin, they're disgusting animals, and they just love the fucking attention <laughs> they get for delivering shit for humans. I'm a cat. I'm a civilised fucking creature. I've got dignity. I've got pride. I'm elegant. I've got, I'm fucking elegant. I'm famously beautiful. <laughs> I'm not fucking delivering mail. I'm fucking, I'm fucking bewitching me. <laughs> I'm looking at my eyes. I'm a cat. I'm the best animal there is. I'm not being trained to be a fucking lackey to a human being. (laughs) A furless cunt. (laughs) So their meal cut in 1979, Belgian city of Liège, didn't work out. Do you believe it? Do you choose to believe it or not? I believe it. I believe it as well. Mm. There's another one next to it. Elusive Bear. A lot of people have been getting in touch with us regarding this film Cocaine Bear that's coming out. Yeah. Said it seems like the most top flight time machine thing ever. Mm. Um, I haven't watched the trailer yet. Have you? Have you had a look at it? No, loads of people sent me. I haven't got around to watching it. I do intend to. Yeah, we'll we'll reserve judgment. My favourite thing about too... it that I know so far is their choice to call it Cocaine Bear. Yeah, it feels almost too on the nose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, well, we can't deep dive it. No way. No. But uh, I'll investigate that film. But this is Elusive Bear, which I, I would argue is a better name for a film. Yeah. Uh, a brown bear nicknamed Papillon, mm. like that, yeah. um, escaped from a nature park in Trento, northern Italy, by climbing four fences, including a 13-foot-tall electric barrier with seven wires charged at 7,000 volts, and then remained on the loose for 10 months before finally being caught. He broke free again in July 2020, that time going missing for 42 days before being recaptured. Uh, I choose to believe that. I think um, it's well, a bear with ambition. We know bears are always escaping from things as well. So yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't. Appear it to, doesn't it's to, not a big to, stretch for us to believe that. Particular, it, it believe it or not. Here to to try and restrict a bear's movements. Yeah. So that's good. Um, so that's that. Page do, do, do you want to quickly uh, hear about this lad with the two bananas? He's on page. Oh, of course, yeah, he's yeah. on page seventy-eight. Um. And it's a wonderful picture. It's an absolutely wonderful picture. The kid is a brilliant kid because he's opened a double banana, which is obviously 
must be one of the greatest moments in his life. It would be the greatest moment in pretty much anyone's life, wouldn't it? Look at that. I mean, even someone who'd let... Even, like, David Niven or Liberace. If they opened a fucking banana and there was two bananas inside, their minds would have been blown. Uh, but this kid is pulling a fantastic face, isn't he? Of horror yeah. and amusement and surprise all at once. It's the perfect facial response to a double banana. It's like two bananas giving us the V sign. It's really funny. Jalapeño. Jalapeño. It says Paxson Courtney, great name. Yeah. Paxson Courtney, Courtney. Of Anchorage, Alaska. Sounds like someone who played for the United States soccer team in the World Cup. Yeah. And that's Paxson Courtney. Uh, Anchorage, Alaska shared his strange find with us. This is a fan feed where a fan just sends something in. Oh, he sent it in? Yeah. He's contributed. Oh, that's yeah, brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. The fruit was part of a normal bunch of bananas brought home from the grocery store. That's what Americans call the food shop. But a closer yeah. inspection revealed an extra wide specimen. You can see Paxson's surprise. You certainly can. Upon peeling the anomaly. Luckily, two for one bananas like this are perfectly safe to eat. See, <laughs> you can see because he's peeled it halfway down. <laughs> And you see yeah. the two perfect bananas poking out the top. But the the bottom area, you see just an extra wide banana skin. Banana skin. And you can see yeah. the outline of two bananas inside. Mm. And I have to say, although this is a wonderful picture that I feel privileged to have seen, mm. in a way it's a bit of a shame to peel it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. you got to, haven't you, to see what's in there. You can you see know? there's two in there. So you can, but I you would can... like a picture of it pre-peel and after yeah. peel. But anyway, I'm, yeah. I'm asking a lot. It's a fucking good picture. It's probably the best thing I've seen in Ripley's Believe It or Not so far this year. I, I don't think it's worth our while trying to go online and getting in touch with Paxson Courtney because he's a minor. No, we shouldn't uh, do that. I don't that. think that's... that's well, not, he's um, set, I, I mean, I'd imagine Paxson Courtney's set for life now, isn't he? After discovering that yeah, and yeah. getting it in Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah, he'll be he, getting paid for that. Yeah, he'll get paid for that. He'll become famous. He'll become the boy with the double banana. He'll travel from town to town doing live shows and telling his stories and stuff. Holding his photograph up. Doing merchandise, banana, release his rot. own range of fragrances, the lot. It's that sort of thing. He, um, It says, luckily, two-for-one bananas like this are perfectly safe to eat. Yeah. I wouldn't have assumed otherwise. Oh, and I for a moment. I thought they wouldn't be safe what, to eat. What's, what's the best... What's the best unusual food stuff that you have ever encountered? Like, have you ever had a solid chocolate Kit Kat, for example? Yeah. You have? Yeah. Not solid all the way along. Kind of like a third of the way along. On one finger or all fingers? On, um, it was both fingers. Right. Yeah. And, of course, right at the end where the biscuit bit was, that went right up to the to the edge. Ah, uh, okay. It wasn't a little kind of... Little barrier. barrier. Chocolate buffer. A, a barrier. That's the word, a chocolate buffer. Uh, I mean, the double yolk egg can't be beaten when yeah, you get one of them. Because you never expect to see. it, you? No. We once, in um, the early days of us doing a mailbag episode on Top Flight, I think we... I can't remember what the question was. <clears throat> Maybe it was something similar to this. But someone claimed... Someone claimed that their dad had told them or their granddad had told them that they'd once got a bag of crisps and when they opened it, 
there was just a single massive crisp inside. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> One crisp yeah. that was the size of the whole bag. Yeah. Did they send a photograph or did we just imagine it? No, I don't, we, I've, I'm pretty sure they were being lied to. Yeah. Yeah, probably. What else can you get? I mean, I'm always interested in people getting in touch about that stuff. Are you trying to do some kind of spin-off of your own, believe it or not, here? Yeah. Uh, well, now you mention stories. it. Yeah, we could do Top Flight Time Machine. Like, uh, just Is change it, it slightly so we don't get real. Yeah. Do you... Uh, d- Fiction or fact? Real or unreal? Yeah. Something like that. With Sam and Andy. It's going to go after a long way, a long way to get a, all books worth. Yeah. And do a new one each year. Well, just get everyone to send shit in. But the twist with houses is we don't have to provide photographic evidence. So it's just a whole book of claims people make. It's just all text. Yeah. Just text. No pictures whatsoever. There's a, there's a bloke in Shrewsbury, reckons he opened a Kit Kat. And uh, inside there was a live snake. <laughs> I want to. I want to know more about the double bananas and how rare they are or not rare. And that information isn't provided. What it's I've imagined a huge amount of. I don't know why, but are you a fan of the pistachio nut? I love the pistachio. They're great, nuts, aren't they? Have you ever yeah. imagined while you were just munching your way through a like big bowl of pistachio, like match, 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 match? Mm. Have you ever imagined? You go, I love these pistachio notes, but they're quite small. And once I get going on them, I cannot stop. Bang, bang, bang! I'll do a whole fucking bag of them. It, you, know, you keep on, just click them open, click them open. And I sometimes fantasize about one gigantic. Um, cashew nut that is the size and shape of one of those yellow sort of honeydew melons yeah and you wrench open the big shell would you be able to do it yourself would you need help you wrench it open you might have to use pliers perhaps or something maybe someone on each side of the nut but once you've wrenched the shell off what you've got is like you know like imagine it as a rugby ball almost but it's pure pistachio nut absolute nut yeah. So this is not something I've seen. I don't believe it's something that exists, but it's something that I've fantasised about a great deal. Would it make it into uh, Sam and Andy's true or untrue? Yeah, it would. That's exactly the sort of thing that would make it in there. Definitely. Mm. Definitely. Um, but I don't think it's feasible. I don't okay. think it could, it could happen. We, ca- we can't breed it. Um, I'm looking at double banana facts. There was a, a sighting of one. Uh, in 2020 in Horsham Tom Symes uh, says that he normally enjoys a banana with his coffee as a snack each morning October the 2nd was shocked to discover his favourite fruit had an extra surprise in store and uh, he didn't realise until he got it and he called it a double barrelled banana Um, he got it from Broadbridge Heath Tesco a banana expert at fruit importer Fife's says that around 5% of bananas can grow into double fingers. That's one in 20. 5%? I've been eating bananas my whole life. I've never seen one. But the thing is... That's an exaggerated stat. He's lying to us. Well, no, maybe he's not, because he says most are discarded. What Ah, the fuck? Yeah, well, that's Why would they do that? I don't know. Well, we get... get, I've told you before, we get this thing called Oddbox... Which is a box. Yeah. You don't know what's going to be in it. You can tell them what your absolute no-nos are. So if there's a particular fruit or veg that you will not yeah. eat, then you can put that on the list. But on the whole, you just don't know what's coming. And um, the whole point is it's the ugly fruit and veg that is rejected by the big stores. 
Mm. And uh, I think that's, you know, that's good. But it's, it's not in every country, like out on the continent. They love a load of ugly fruit lying around in the market. It's sort of here. Yeah. We were like, oh, I can't eat that apple. It's not perfectly spherical. Yeah. Take yeah. it away. Yeah. It's got a little lump on the side. Yeah. Uh, I might that, die. You know what? It's infantile. You know the way that yeah. like your kids, like, you know, my kids are still sometimes, if it's a bruised banana, we go, it's rotten. And you go, you know it's yeah. not fucking rotten. Just eat it, right? Yeah. Uh, but you get over uh, that. Then you get well, Rich, you just eat anything. You fucking eat, you eat mould if you have to. Yeah. Right? But like, you go, it's all right. Just fucking brush it off with my fingers. Right? Um, run it under a fucking tap. But, like, it is infantile, isn't it? It's like the whole of society yeah. became infantile about what they'll eat. I only want to eat it if it looks right. And it's like, mm-hmm. fuck's sake, totally. grow up. Yeah. Because of you, because of you selfish, babyish people, we're having to live without double bananas. Because the shops are rejecting them because they think that they'll scare dickheads like you. Well, listen, we fucking want double bananas. I would fucking kill for a double banana. Well, I don't know why they don't do them, because... Well, we know, because this. they think it'll scare the pampered snowflakes, right? Who yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't bear the sight of anything unconventional. I'm going to send an email to Mike Graham, see if he wants to cover this on his show. I'm going to fucking... Like I'm going to send a, a, a letter to my fucking MP. <laughs> Get this, though. The Fife's Banana Expert said... That in extremely rare cases, four finger bananas can oh, go. Oh, like a ba- banana Kit Kat. A, yeah, <laughs> like a fucking whole bunch in one skin. Oh, would you? That's here's amazing. a good question for you. Would you unpeel that quadruple banana and try to take one bite, i.e., a bit of all four at once? Effectively, it would be like you trying to fit four cocks in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> in a sort of particularly would, extreme porno. I would have to say I would believe that to be impossible. I'll Not give that it a I've go. tried it with four cocks, but I don't <laughs> think I could. I don't think I've got the capabilities. <laughs> you'd have to try. Fun. If you were given an opportunity like that, you'd you'd kick yourself have, if you didn't try. Yeah. You'd have to try so you would know. You'd know whether you could do it or not. And therefore, you could obviously replicate it to a cock statistic as well. If you didn't do it when given that rare, almost unique opportunity to do it, mm. you would always rue the missed opportunity. You'd regret it for the rest of your days. I, you notice I used the word rue there on purpose because during this mm. World Cup, it's only during big football tournaments that you, you hear the word rue used quite rue. so liberally. Yeah. People are talking about you, ruining things the whole time. They'll rue that missed chance. Or he'll rue that. Tournament. They may come to rue these early missed opportunities. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to fucking rue on that. I'll wake up <laughs> in the night fucking ruin me head off. I'll rue the fuck out of that later on. Ah, oh, One thing I hate is ruin things. <laughs> and I know I can sense it now. I'm going to end up ruining this right now. That's this tournament's fucked for me now. <laughs> I'm spending all my time ruin. Wild cop. Wild fucking rue more like. Of course, we're recording this while the World Cup is still going on. And It'll be well over by the time you listen to this. And, days. and we'll all be left with ruse, no doubt. Oh, we're just all ruined. I mean, we might not be. England might have won it. I've got mm. no idea. Yeah. We're, we're in the past. And uh, you'll listen to this in the future, so we just don't know. That's why we're focusing on things that aren't really time-sensitive. 
such as four fingered bananas. And uh, have you seen this thing on page seventy one, mate? Flesh fashion. Flesh fashion. Flesh fashion. You get ready because it's gonna Whoa, really. Whoa! What's this? Yeah, it's gonna rock you to your core. Okay, Shit it's hard for me to explain. What it is is it's a load of different sort of. It looks like a load of body parts, but in fact, it's a load of sort of gadgets and household objects that have been made to look like they're fashioned from human skin. It, it's quite disturbing. It says here, uh, artist and DJ, DJ Do from Kowalski, Japan. I don't think you've done his name justice there. You haven't elongated it enough. Artist and DJ Do is four O's from Kowalski, Japan creates accessories and gadgets that bear a striking and somewhat disturbing resemblance to human body parts. Well, they're right there. It looks exactly like human body parts, and it's extremely disturbing. One of his pieces that's garnered the most attention is a coin purse shaped like a mouth and chin, whose fleshy lips you can move and jaw you can open to deposit change into. Wow. Beside the quirky wallet, Do has also made an iPhone case covered with what looks like human skin, a dice cube with an eye that realistically Mm. blinks, and a finger-shaped flesh R, which is a flash drive. He uses resin and silicone to create each masterpiece. Well, that's a bit overblown. And sells them through his store, They've written in full caps, Mother Factory. Well, Andy, I think we better get on to Mother Factory right now and see how much some of this fucking shit costs. I think I like how Mother Factory is in capitals because I imagine that's how he's fucking done it himself. Yeah, Mother Factory. factory. Clothing shoes and accessories. Okay, well, Uh, it seems to be mainly run out of of, uh, Instagram account. Oh my god! Oh well, you you'll buy it then, won't you? If it's on Instagram. Oh yeah. I can't yeah. find a direct link to Mother Factory itself, though. Just yeah, no, there isn't. About. A human flesh oh, art brand. Okay, let's. I've find... just seen a, a video of someone wearing the blinking eye around their neck. So I'll, yeah, I'll I mean, YouTube maybe the Jap- the Japanese are pretty kind of they're quite edgy, there. aren't they? So maybe I mean, there's a necklace, right? It's a gold oh, chain. Do- on the yeah. home page, you can get so the home page if you're interested is do with that's d four o's beats dot stores dot jp. There is a mouth and chin. The chin has very realistic stubble on it, uh, but it's and it's quite large. And but you wear it on a chain around your neck. There is a blinking eye mirror ball, a blinking eye dice. It's also um, that. Oh, that's not a finger the, the flash drive. Dice is five hundred and eighty thousand Japanese yen. Now, what is that? Are you gonna? Are you gonna In do the conversion? Money, I am. Three hundred and forty-eight quid. That's not bad. Probably the most horrible-looking thing is the belly button vinyl adapter, and it's yeah. very. The hair is sort of got strong pube vibes. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's, a, it's literally just a belly button quite a pale bit of flesh with like puby yeah. hair around it dirty old sort of belly button and uh, I don't know what a vinyl adapter is mate what is it? no I'm not sure either I'm just having a look it's it's used when playing a 7 inch vinyl it's used as a oh yeah because sure. some of the like my record player doesn't play 7 inches right so yeah maybe yeah. I need this well, it's so late, you can't have it. Oh, fuck. The, uh, 
my favourite's the USB flash drive, which is just a finger. Mm. It looks very realistic. Very, very. With the nail on it and everything. It wouldn't be bad sort of novelty present, but it, like I say, it's all very expensive. In fact, all of it is... Yeah. Oh, no, the only things that aren't sold out are the blinking eye mirror ball and the blinking eye dice. Well, there you go. Best of luck, do yeah. with all of your endeavours. Oh, yeah, fair play um, to him. I think it's interesting stuff. Not yeah. necessarily for me, but, but I you wish go. you all the best with the business. That's the world we live in. Yeah. Not everything's for everyone. <laughs> live and let live. We'll leave it there. We'll do another week of Ripley's, I think, next week, and then it'll be time to stop, I think. But, uh, time to stop. There we go. Thanks very much, and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.